actually get in a fight. And then translate that to the mosh pit. I mean, like, yeah, you got to be a madman to be out there. That's probably why the chair was there, was to guard <laughs> against everything. It's there was tactical. A, there was a dude crab walking, too, which I... Uh, in a pit? Yeah. That's, and I, that seems reckless. <laughs> that's Break your fingers, man. Yeah. I talked to somebody else about this, and they were like, yeah, dude. It was Sam Talent, who's from here. He was like, I was at a show the other night, and someone was fucking crab walking here, too. <laughs> So I can't figure out whether it's like an epidemic, like a thing, or I, th- I don't. I think Zoomers are just like cooler than us. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true, man. Ben. Crab walking. I have a shellfish allergy, so I can't crab walk. <laughs> I'm not allowed to crab walk. <laughs> ben, have you been? Do you ever go into the mosh pit? <clears throat> no, I've I've never been in a mosh pit, but I did like to dance. Yeah. Um, back in the day when I first like turned twenty one, and that like that's mm-hmm. what I preferred to do. Uh huh. And I, I hurt myself a couple times on the regular dance floor, <laughs> <laughs> the nonviolent dance floor. <laughs> yeah. You know, was, was it a regular dance floor? Or well, was it like one of those like Saturday tension. Night Fever like light up dance floors? Yeah, it, no, it was just regular dance floor. Uh, but I mean, I think there's yeah. there's a lot of pent up tension, both like anger and horniness that are happening in regular dance clubs. Whereas True. a mosh pit, there's actually some transparency to what's going on mentally and physically. Yeah, and, and just a and little bit ability, of homoeroticism. Yeah, an ability yeah. to yeah. express it and and be vulnerable in a way, right? Because mm-hmm. you're you are allowing yourself to get hurt, which is the you know one of the tenets of vulnerability. Oh yeah. That's a good way of putting it. That's that like some Adam Curtis shit right there. Like I just no, it is, heard though. floaty floaty music in my head as you were saying that. Yeah. Put some floaty music over that. <laughs> uh, I always <laughs> just thought it was like, oh, I'm just violent horny. <laughs> Cue the floaty well, uh, music. Hungry, here. hungry, horny, lonely, angry. There's all they're all kind of like vacancies that need to be filled up or satisfied, and that's mm-hmm. why, like, you know, you go through breakup, you have this emptiness, so you eat a lot or you fucking drink a lot. You know, you're like, there's always some sort of displacement or filling of stuff that you have to do. Oh, with. you're only supposed to do that after a breakup? <laughs> you're like, <Fuck>. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're, it is technically still oh, after a breakup. Yeah. Forever. To, yeah, until you're with somebody else, you're going through a breakup. <laughs> Thank you for assuming that I've ever had a girlfriend. I appreciate that. I like the idea that you like uh, you show up to work and you're all, you got like a black eye and you're all banged up and shit and people are like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Did you go yeah. to Turnstile last night? You're like, nah, man, Celine Dion. <laughs> <laughs> Went out and fucking ballroom danced my ass off. But I know what you mean, though. About I've been thinking about moshing a lot lately, actually, because ever since this crab walking thing happened, I just got in my head and I've just been like, what is this? Like, I just never think about what the fuck this thing is. And it's it's really funny to me because it's like... If you were to go around the world and like look at everyone's culture, you would see, you know, that everyone dances. Like everyone's like, we make this style of music, and mm-hmm. it is like this thing where we sort of have all this like flirting and shit and uh, catharsis. And then like white people's thing <laughs> is just like Whoa! you're just flailing around and like, you know, who like, says we don't have culture? <laughs> it's the most unrhythmic thing ever, you know. It's like def- defiantly anti-dancing, really. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, our, our last show in Texas, man, those boys go hard. Like I, it, you, you can find the set. It's, it's short fuse at Boozers. It was in a Corpus Christi. Okay. Literally the whole time, like there were a couple times where we thought about stopping playing. Like we turned around because it was like. Is, is like is somebody about to shoot somebody? Like they just beat the shit out of each other. Damn! Yeah. But they're all boys. Like it's 
I don't know. I was so confused. I was like, okay, cool. That, that's what you guys do? All right. Yeah. As long as it's consensual. Exactly. You know, and you guys are... It's edge play, you know? You should just put on a gimp mask and just go in there and just, oh, hurt me. When, when was the first mosh pit or where where did it happen? Was it like a singular event or was it sort of like, you know, like, you know? I think it was uh, Caliglia... Calig- I can't say his name for the fucking life Caligula? of me. Yeah, his his thirty first birthday. Uh, they fucking went hard. Yeah. Sorry, I've been drinking mimosas all morning. I, I don't know why hey. I thought I could say his name. I mean, it's very you know. I mean, it's primal. It's uh, and it seems to probably is it is it hardcore? Me is that where? Well, yeah. So I mean, it w- like uh, I mean, as far m- as I know, it used to be like called like slam dancing. Right. You know? Okay. Like, and I mean, it it all kind of originated from, I mean really like new york hardcore yeah you know but Mm -hmm. i mean shit just kind of bleeds over yeah yeah. everything cool comes out of new york you know yeah Yeah. (laughs) like late 70s punk that then turned into new york hardcore exactly kind of yeah 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 yeah. that sounds that's where i place it to imagine where the like the first time someone was just standing in a like at a show and they were just like, "What is this feeling that's overcoming?" <laughs> uh, I need to hit someone in the face right now. <laughs> go run around and <laughs> just it definitely was. It started after a breakup, right? Like oh, a person, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, or, yeah, or something happened. Like it wasn't, yeah, you know, it was a guy who was like stress eating pizza and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like I don't know. He saw some guy in the pit that thought it was like, oh, he, he was talking to my girl and hit him, and it was like, oh, wait, sorry, that wasn't him. Sorry, no, I was just dancing. That was that was just a dance, and they're like, oh yeah, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, this can catch on. This kind of cool. so uh, basically like the past like year and a half or so um there's been a bunch of incidents where like are you guys familiar with like the genre black metal Mm -hmm. like yeah burn down a church paint your face exactly there happens to be like a good amount of crossover with like nazi type shit Mm -hmm. you know yeah and so they have a sign on high dive that's like there it's not welcome because there was somebody that was booked there oh yeah that Mm -hmm. but so anyways uh, there's been like all these like metal sucks articles or like lamp, just these different metal sites that have like uh, been doing articles about these different bands, like talking about their different Nazi ties or there's been this whole like focus on it. Yeah. And all these different bands have been like canceling tours and shit and blah, blah, blah. And like, I mean, personally like, yeah, fuck those guys, you know, like you shouldn't have done a picture with a swastika, but the thing I've been noticing, like in the metal community, um, I have a lot of friends who were previously like non-politicized, you know, like they're just metalheads. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But because of all this stuff, like they're almost like adopting and becoming sympathetic to fash ideas and posting like fash stuff because really the first like political idea that they've dealt with and are talking about is like, Oh, Hey, uh, this band that I like isn't coming because, uh, something, something, something like, Oh, maybe they were racist 12 years ago, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. And so it, and and this is like dumb people are going to be dumb, but when you think of the sense, like, Political activism is one thing, but when you're doing it in a community that's not really political, none of those people are thinking in that way, you know, 
what's the end result of that activism of you getting these people blacklisted? Yeah. You know, because okay. I I think I know exactly what you mean. Okay, wow. Well, okay. Because it really needs to come like from within the community and like explained in a way well, that they are understanding. But if it comes from, like from the outside, then it just feels like an attack exactly. on and then, the thing they love. What you're describing is something that I kind of believe in and that is you know, something that people are trying to figure out right now in all this online left shit or whatever, but I, it's something that, like, you have to be really careful when you fucking you, you draw this line here or whatever, but you're talking about, a, a, like, a cultural system that creates reactionaries exactly by them mm-hmm. being what, you know, the definition of the fucking word reactionaries are reacting to this thing that is not doing its job in terms of fighting uh yeah fash right and so so that's like the theory behind like the dirtbag left thing is Mm -hmm. you know don't be this shitty version of a leftist don't be like a scoldy you know sjw or in this case don't cancel someone's favorite band show because all that's going to do is cause them to then go well fuck this now i'm with their fash exactly well you know and it's not like the and I'm sympathetic on both sides, but I'm just this is just devil's advocate, you know, just stuff that I've noticed. Yeah. It's not like those bands were coming to like hand out Mein Kampf and try and whatever, you know. Yeah. It's like this was strictly their goofy like putting on makeup and you know, yeah, what black yeah. metal guys do. Yeah. And so then you have this whole group of people and and a lot of these friends that I see posting this kind of fast shit now like I mean, a lot of them are Mexican. A lot of them are people who, like, would agree with Bernie Sanders' policies if you, like, addressed it in that way. Yeah. But now... If you put, if you put on the black metal makeup exactly. and it came out... Yeah. Like, but, but now, like, their entire understanding of, like... It, it, if, I, if I say anything to them and they know it's coming from a leftist perspective, their entire... That's just all out the window now. Right. Yeah. You know? And it's it's kind of like, well, fuck. Like, this is a whole group of, like, working class individuals who could be very sympathetic to these ideas. But because we went on this whole cultural, like, uh, kicked in the head. Uh, kicked in the head, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think I know what you mean. I mean, like, I think we really painted ourselves into a corner in terms of all these, like, young Nazis and shit. Because, like... You know, there's all this, this all this alt right shit has ha- happened. Clearly, yeah. yeah, people have already went crazy with it, and there isn't re- doesn't really seem to be like, you know, some fucking deprogramming operation we can do to just pull every shitty dude out of the you know their parents' basement and mm-hmm. like give them the clockwork orange MK Ultra treatment and make them like normal again, right? I don't know. It seems like kicking them in the head might work. Oh, fuck. Actually, I haven't figured it out. <laughs> you, you know, the one thing, Sam Cedar's libertarian debates on the majority report. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's what, when, when I was, a few years ago, I was a lot more sympathetic to that stuff, but that's kind of what deprogrammed, like, not fash, but just like, I wasn't really political, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's like, oh, fuck the government, and, you know, I want to smoke weed. Mm-hmm. Libertarian, quote-unquote. Right, I'm kind of same but, thing. Yeah, yeah but know. interacting with those people on a level where, I don't know, you're civil and you can just address how fucking stupid their ideas are, I feel like there's a lot of value to that. Yeah. Like, like the Zizek-Peterson debate, 
you know, I mean, yeah, that definitely probably pulled some people that were, but you know what it is though? It's people that were like already not like heads. Well, no, that I think you, you were still like figuring shit out. It, yeah. I think it's really hard to convince somebody once they've decided that they're a fucking hardcore, this or that, like, see one, one thing though, too, is young men, especially will really dive into an identity because we're searching for one, you know, yeah, like head first, but, well, there's, that's, Before, there's like without a, even really understanding it. Mm-hmm. And those things change. Like, I mean, just think back on your life, like kind of the different uh, masks you put on or different, you know, yeah. periods you had. So I, I, I don't know. I, no, I do feel like people can change, especially young, <clears throat> young men. Like a lot of these dudes, part of why they're so extreme and acting out so much is because they're just young confused dudes living in this fucking hyper normalization just neoliberal hell world that we live in right there's also a crisis of masculinity in that like there's just nothing for you to do with your like male lizard brain now that you you, we don't need you to go fucking kill shit and fuck shit up you know exactly Mm -hmm. hope you like ubering right yeah so like there's i mean like you know, this is obviously a fucking dumb movie that a lot of bad people like, but that is kind of what Fight Club was about, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, it's funny the Proud Boys like Fight Club because it's like they become anarchists at the end and shit and whatever, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why... That's why shitty young men just will will grasp onto any identity because it's just like you just got this big fucking vacuous hole inside of you and it needs to be filled like something. Oh, yeah. although, although I think I just figured it out. I think we have Fight Club to blame for all these fucking ANCAPs. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. There, uh, that that website, uh, oh, God, Free Thought Project, I think. Oh, no. yeah. Or no, one of, the, one of those ones. The, the, the main article writer goes under Tyler Durden. That sucks. I guess I'm not going to show you guys my only tattoo. <laughs> no, what, you, what is it? <laughs> is it the yellow it's and black Tyler, yeah, uh, fucking ant cap ball? Yeah. You have a Tyler Durden tattoo? <laughs> no. Oh, um, don't, don't tease me. Uh, the TD. That's what t- my the TD stands for. That's um, what TD Bank stands for. Well, there, so there's this Antifa kid who hangs out here. Um, he's a really nice guy. He's a really sweet guy, but he's definitely in the position of what you're talking about where he's he's looking for an identity so he's very you know punk hardcore image and he's um you know kind of street but he still like hustles gigs around here and tries to be productive and he stops drinking to kind of whatever because when he is drinking he's very combative and confrontational but he's antifa and then the the stuff happened with you know georgia and, and women's reproductive rights and stuff and so you know there was people out um on the corner like they always are like aclu or whoever, whoever, um, talking about it. And, you know, he noticed that this, this couple with a baby, he, he started kind of like yelling at them about like pro-life or pro-choice stuff. Yeah. You know, like basically he was kind of misinterpreting like them having a baby or something walking by (laughs) with a baby as a violation of women's reproductive rights. Like, why are you guys having kids? Like, so he's, I mean, I'm on board with that. Hashtag no dads. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He, but he, you know, he was very confrontational with them and he's just kind of how he is with people. Um, but then the guy came back with his baby and was like, you know what? He's like, don't, you don't know who you're fucking talking to because we did, you know, 
on our first try or whatever, we did have to get an abortion, not because we wanted one, but because of these other factors. And you, you know, you don't know me, so don't speak to this. And so it's an interesting dialogue that happened, right? Yeah. Like two people on the same side, but everybody has their own little color or, or twist to their own perspective. And everybody will, will adapt all of their indoctrinations that they had politically, socially, up you know with every conversation that they're having especially like people that like oh now i have a voice i have things that i can say that people will listen to or if i talk about these things then i can be listened to and validated right so i think just the simple fact that you know whether it's fascism or christianity or or um you know far left stuff or any any of that there's the um you know there's just the you know the stripped away algorithm of wanting to belong um, wanting to be validated, wanting to be listened to, and if you if if you're listened to more by these people who are maybe not so good ideologically or you know proper, but they're giving you some empowerment. I think it's the it's those things that that um that are intercepting um you know you know Luke from the dark side to the to the right, fucking force yeah. and.